0: We all can see that this comedy stuff is not working out for me. And that's okay, it's all right. Because I already got my plan B in action, I already got it all down pat. After this, I'm gonna be an exotic dancer, okay? And my stage name is gonna be Kick Strip. My theme song, Stacey's Mom, because I need a stepmom to buy me a PS5 now. All right baby, my name is Keith Hemway, up
1: <laughs> Keep your re- hands clapping for Keith Hemingway. And keep them clapping for your next comedian, everybody. Lauren Kraut, yay!
2: But they always sing they Hello. How are you? The first thing anyone sees about me now is that I'm old, and I hate that. I someone t- sometimes wonder if old precedes lady or white. Because there's race also. So what comes first, the old lady or the the chicken? I'm trying to think of the rest of it. Shit. (laughs) Oh, and there's also LOL, which also stands for little old lady. Or in my case, little old lesbian. And an LOL, LOL is an urging to grandma to enjoy the fuck out of her life. Laugh out loud, little old lady. Why you still can? Why you still can? I don't know why. I love I loved that joke. It's not going anywhere, but I, I just love doing it. Kay. Why do we have to be afraid of God? Why is there fear? Why can't we? I mean, there's respect? Yes, certainly. Honor? Yes. But why do we have to be afraid of God? Because I think when you have fear in a relationship, it's just a recipe for disaster. Hear me out. Thou shall have no other gods before me. Fear, right? Be afraid, mortal. Be very afraid. This is so new. This is so new. Um, I'm doing, thank you. uh, All right. Forget that. Sorry. Uh, I know I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember and it's not coming back, so um, I was on the bus the other day and there was this man that came in and uh, or he was on the bus already and he had a rolling walker in front of him and he didn't have a mask. He had a long white gauze that he had looped around his ear and then wrapped around his nose and kind of over his head and his mouth was sticking out and he was just, I don't know, was like that. But he was sitting there and his walker got away from him a couple of times and we tried to bring it back. And uh, then this other guy gets on the bus and he m- recognizes this old guy and he says, I thought you were dead. I thought you were dead. And the old guy's like, I'm not dead. He says, I really did. I thought something had happened to you. He goes, no, I'm still here. He goes, give me your number. Give me your number. I, we can get together. Remember Ramon? We can get together with Ramon. And he's like, "Uh," And he's patting down. He's looking in his, his wheelchair. His Walker thing, he's trying to find his number and he's like four and five, six, four, four, six, four, four. And we're, we're like, come on, come on, come on get, the, get the number, get the number, and the guy's bus stop is, the second guy's bus stop is coming up. And he's scrambling, he rips off a thing of paper from his grocery bag and he says, w- he's starting to write that down and when the guy stops him in number, he rips off another piece of paper It says, you call me, I'll give you my number, and you call me. And he writes down the number, and he gets off, and the, and the, the old guy is standing, there sitting there, and he's saying, "I I remember him from like si- I've known him for like 60 years," and we say, "Yes, we could see that. It was quite a reunion." And he says, um, "I went to school with him," and we say, "Oh, isn't that a small world that you ran into him?" And he goes, "I never did like that guy. His sister was cute, but he's an asshole." <laughs> Thank you. I'll end on a tried-and-true joke, because I I owe you one. Um, Let's pause for a brief moment and reflect on the concept of time. Everyone knows about it. We use it all the, follow it or not. You're late,
3: I lost track of time.
2: You work for it, part-time, full-time, overtime, all the fucking time. You get it done in next to no time or at your earliest convenience, Fuck you, I'm busy, you took your sweet time. Come on, man, I don't have all the time in the world. First time, next time, this is the last time. You're wasting time, and eh, I got time to kill. What the hell time is it? Time's up, Miss Kraut, at any point in time. But you can't touch it, can you? And we have happy hour, children's hour, darkest hour, hour glass. Minute waltz, minute steak, New York minute, in a minute, just a minute, just a second, split second, hold on a second, who's the second, what's the first? I don't know, third base. Well, that's my time, thank you very much. <coughs>
1: We got all the time in the world for Lori Kraut, hell yeah. All right, your next comedian, clap your hands together, everybody, for Dan Britton, yay! (laughs)
4: Hola. (laughs) Um, I just came from the Giants game. That was really fun. They did. It's really it's it's an interesting game that I find exceptionally exceptionally fascinating, but really when you think about it, it's just people hitting leather with wood and rolling around on the ground. So it's not it's not complicated or anything. This isn't a joke. It's just I've had a nice day out in the sun. I'll have to pick that up later. Didn't I? <laughs> I'm Irish. Um, that means that I'm uh, predispositioned to be uh, killed by feelings or oppression of those. That are, uh, what's up, Hillary? I don't have anything interesting to say. What's your name? Chris, that's a shitty fucking name. Now I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing. That's a, that's actually my brother's name. What's your name? Jeff. Jeff and Chris. You two together? Jeff, I'm really sorry. Uh, Chris, I'm really sorry. Jeff just isn't into you like that, I guess. Sorry about that. You're not. Oh. Do you do you come in a bogo? A bogo? Can I get both of you for the price of one? I, o- I always uh, I always like the boho buy one get one half off the boho anyway I (laughs) I like uh, I like bowling I I, I don't really like tennis Um, I I'm a big fan of sex and um, film noir um, provided that there's not too much racism hidden within the subtext of film noir This is basically me rewriting the constitution of the United States. Thomas Jefferson would be so pissed off if he was like, I have to give this shit for brain the freedom of speech like <laughs> he's not using it for anything valuable. I feel like out of all like a lot of sports teams have names that that are just unnecessary and don't make sense. Like I don't think there's ever been a single pirate within the city of Pittsburgh. Not not once. That that would have been a Am I the only one Am I the only one who thinks that R and B singers in music videos um, are the only people who ever have to stand like this?
5: I'm baby.
4: Like why don't you tell her instead of this room of awkwardly half filled with furniture place that you may be moving out of, but you have no boxes, so I'm just a little confused. It seems to me that rappers in music videos don't walk like you and I do. Like, I walk like this. They walk like, with the shoulders going these degrees. And it's like, they also hold microphones. They hold microphones like this. Why did the chicken cross the road? Because the chicken can go anywhere it fucking wants to. This is America. My brother actually dated a girl that uh, (laughs) this fucking lady, she, uh, I was going to say bitch, but that was, anyway, uh, <laughs> she was, she was a super liberal, she was all about animal rights, she lived in New York, and uh, she took a, a class in college about like chickens and slaughterhouses and procedures and whatnot, so she started to GoFundMe to save chickens from uh, New from California that were going to be slaughtered, and she literally raised enough money to charter a plane to fly all of the chickens across United States to a chicken sanctuary. And I just always think to myself uh, chickens aren't meant to fly, and that's why they can't fly with wings. uh, And you probably shouldn't put them in first class as well. Need I say more? Okay. So anyway, as we wrap up this wonderful um, bonanza of unconnected weird thoughts that I've had today, I just want to say that I really love being a comic, and I love the city, and I love Chris and Jeff and Hillary and Lauren and Pam, and I just hope that everybody has a beautiful weekend with nice weather and happiness. Good night,
1: everyone. Yay! That was so sweet. Wishing us a happy weekend, and we're all friends know what your next comedian is going to be doing all weekend she's going to be riding her bike up and down hills all oh over yeah. san francisco and Marin the county look at her ass it looks great <laughs> put your hands together for
6: hillary lannon according to my girlfriends they say i have an ass of a toddler because i have no hips so yeah i, I they were saying that that was a compliment but i don't think it was so okay i'm sorry i know d- i walked in when dan was like asking you guys if you were an item which i don't Care about that, but are you comics or are you just regular people? You're like real human beings. Wow. So, how did you uh, end up here? Just saw the sign. Uh huh. Blame him. That's a good bet. So wait, how did you find out about this? Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Are you just a like comedy fan, or do you have aspirations to do comedy? Oh yeah, me too. It's actually like, sorry, this is not the set I was gonna do at all. But um, it's, I just started doing stand-up at the beginning of the year and it's really saved my life because, no, that's, well, mm, that's maybe not so dramatic. But I basically stopped drinking and stopped doing all the other things, except for weed. I mean, weed doesn't count. And occasionally mushrooms, that also doesn't count. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on. (laughs) This is San Francisco, but. But it's really great because you can go have an activity every single night and you don't have to drink at all. Like it's one of those things where you can laugh and have a great time and not drink. But as much as I like that, I really wish I was home with my vibrator. (laughs) But don't get the wrong idea, you perverts. I'm talking about my Theragun because I have have been riding my bike up and down a lot of the hills in – in the Bay Area and it's very painful. And I realized that I need a boyfriend, um, or I guess I could have a girlfriend also. The only reason why I need one is because I really, it's very hard to get your hamstrings with a Theragun. So it's like, it's just not the same. I need somebody to do it to me. But I definitely am not bringing that Theragun anywhere near this part of my body. For those of you listening um, audio only, I'm pointing to my crotch. Uh, Because it's basically, Okay, and I need help on this one. When okay, when the boxers do that thing, I know it's called speed bag, right? Do you know what I'm talking about? Because that's basically what the a theragun. If you tried to use it like a regular vibrator on your clit, it would literally be like a boxer. But what is the right verb for that? Like, do you are you speed bagging? Like, <laughs> do you know? What I mean? Or you're speed bagging. That's the proper, like. Like what? Like if the boxer, if like the guy who trained Rocky was like, go over there and speed bag. Like, is that how the term goes? You. Okay, so it is speed bagging. Okay, so I'm not gonna speed bag my clit with my theragun because. (laughs) Because that is very. That sounds very painful, and my crotch has already suffered enough from spending so much time on a bike seat, which I think I've determined how the bike seat was invented. Um, it definitely was a pervy. Victorian ornithologist, I'm convinced, because it's basically like, you know, this this like guy who was really into birds was so into birds that he's like, I want to sit on their face. But of course, a bird beak like teabagging, not speed bagging, but teabagging a bird is not really like um, you know, most bird beaks are pretty small and I'm pretty sure the dodo probably had already gone extinct at this yeah. point. So he's like, I'll make my own and stick it on a post and you know, shove it up against my crotch and it's very uncomfortable, so th- <laughs> so they basically, like it really, the bicycle hasn't changed since it was originally invented. I mean, it started out as the, um, as the uh, penny farthing, do you know what that is? Yes, and th- which is really, come on, that's really just a unicycle with a training wheel. I mean, and then they switched it over to the the safety bike, which is what they call like the modern version of a bicycle because, People would fall off of the penny farthing a lot, and when you're up five feet, you know, that could cause some definite damage. But basically, technology really hasn't changed that much since then, the exception being that they have cut a hole in the middle of a bike seat so to alleviate the pressure on your soft tissue. But I think it sounds great in theory, but it doesn't really work. I mean, I don't even know what that hole is called. It's either, like, the grundle gap, the you know, perineum passage, maybe, like, the gooch gully, I don't know, the taint Travas. Anyway, but it's one of those things where, in theory, it seems like it would be great, but I feel like unless you can actually stick your genitals, and I'm talking about for both guys and girls, right? Like, if, I mean, for me, if I would have to take off my bike shorts and, like, shove each of my labia lips <laughs> in there, <laughs> like, I'd have to, or it's basically like I'd be filing, <laughs> you know, so... And then, but for guys, I mean, you know, like, you'd have to stick your scrotum in there, and I just imagine it really is, like, because the hole goes like this, right? So anyway, um, yeah, and I'm definitely not going to start biking around naked in San Francisco because I reserve that for Burning Man only. So um, I'm definitely not. I think there's, like, those old dudes um, who walk around the Castro with their, like, penis and junk wrapped in a, like a little sequins cloth, but other than that, I think that nobody else should be sitting on their bike naked. So I th- I don't know if that's all my time, but <laughs> I could keep going, <laughs> okay, <laughs> so anyway. But yeah, the whole reason why I started uh, biking so much is because I'm doing the Eighth life cycle, which if you're familiar with that, it's a ride from San Francisco down to LA, and it's a total fucking scam because you have to pay, you have to pay $85 just to register for this, and then you have to raise $3,000. They call it a ticket to ride, a, like cute marketing slogan to try to trick people into thinking they've accomplished something. But basically, to for the honor of dragging your ass down the length of California and sleeping in a tent every night, and the whole reason why I really did this, I mean, yeah, curing AIDS is like a noble cause, blah, 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 whatever. But it's really because I have this ass that's, you know, I'm Asian, so my face is flat and my ass is even flatter and so I'm biking to try to b- get a booty but I don't know if it's working because basically the only way I'm getting a booty is when I put on those bike shorts and it looks like I'm wearing a poise pad that I took a dump in which is not that's not really the booty that I was looking for but that's <laughs> what I'm getting so anyway okay that's it for me. <laughs> Thank
1: you Hillary Lannon and her toddler baby booty yay! You should mess that ass like a toddler and put it with the poise pad duty booty. Th- because you said at the beginning that you have an ass like a toddler, and toddlers still wear diapers. So you've got like a duty booty, like a baby duty booty, with the. I mean, I don't know the poise pad and the put po- and the pooper. <laughs> I just, I'm just doing alliteration because it's fun. All right, um, the rest of our um comics, it's so funny. I have no idea why nine comics who pre-signed aren't here yet, but we're gonna let Lauren do her. Joke that she fucked up on. And, uh, yeah, everybody, Lauren Grout, yay! Thank
2: you, Pam. Thank you for bearing with me with this other room. Um, oh, thanks. Uh, why do we have to be afraid of God? Because God isn't God supposed to be all loving and caring? And if we respect God, certainly. Honor God, yes. But why do we have to be afraid of God? Because having fear in a relationship is just a r- recipe for disaster. Thou shalt have no other gods before me is fear. Oh, shit. I shouldn't be reading. Be afraid, mortal. Be very afraid. What exactly does it mean before me when it says, thou shalt have no other gods before me? What does it mean? Does it mean like earlier? Does God let, like not get up until 10 o'clock in the morning? Does no other gods before me? You're on your own. I don't know and is God that insecure thinking that we won't care or we won't come back that God doesn't like us I mean I have I'm a neurotic mess and I have more confidence than that Thank you that's the end of that one can I do one can I do a joke uh, can I oh yeah yeah yeah. That's good. I like that. Thank you. I I love thinking about what God does, and I have all. D- I'm going to string together all my God jokes one day and have it just like an hour on God. And oh yeah. Then I'll have a church. Yes? Question? That's a good question. Why? D- what is devil's letters? <laughs> oh shit! Should I know that? Oh oh, is it? Uh, Yeah? I never heard that, uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh. Lettuce. (laughs) Yes, I (laughs) am. (laughs)
5: Yes. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Devil's lettuce. I'll remember that. I like that one. Um, I was gonna just do a song. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, song, oh yeah, yeah. You know, the OCD song. Yeah. I was singing this song on my way here tonight. Perhaps you know it. I like to count things in my head because I have OCD. I'd like to drive myself insane and do so endlessly. You remember that Coca-Cola ad from the 70s? I'd like to teach the world to count and be obsessed like me, where everything has a number to count, and sometimes it won't rhyme. Everybody, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Ladies only, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. OCD is the real thing, not Coca Cola. All
1: right, thank you very much. Thanks, Pam. Yay, yay. Lauren Kraut. Oh, you made it. You made it. Everybody put your hands together. She made it. Oh my gosh, your hair's all curly. It's cute. It's like you curled it today. Look at that. Everybody put your hands together for your next comedian, Denise Lee.
7: haircut lady was like, oh my gosh, you can go out after this. I was like, I'm going home <laughs> after this. Um, cool. Okay. Let's see. Here we go. Um, okay, cool. So uh, my parents are, so I was born in America, but my parents are immigrants. Uh, so my parents are Buddhist, Chinese immigrants. And you know, very grateful that they came to America, right, so that I could have civil rights, like freedom of religion, freedom of then i started doing stand up comedy and they were like not that much freedom of speech you know <laughs> like reel it in a little bit um, okay so that was that, was that. Uh, i uh, have you guys seen like those like big chunky shoes people wear basically like these basically <laughs> like 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 the like the shoes that look like uh, like uh, white suburban dads from the 90s wear right so recently got a pair of those, right? And I have like this very fashionable, f- fashionable friend, and she came up to me and she was like, "Oh, you're trying to get shoes that look like Drake's, right?" And I was like, "Who's Drake?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Does Drake also have plantar fasciitis?" <laughs> <Like> <laughs> that's why I got these. Maybe we have the same podiatrist or something, right? I don't know. Um, uh, I, I I do I do also really like the trend the fashion trend of like baggy jeans you know um, because it's really comfortable but my sister hates it like I got lunch with her earlier and she was like, dude, like those jeans make you look super sloppy And I was like, we're in a waffle house <laughs> And I was like, it is a miracle. I'm wearing clothes <laughs> you know like this is elite here. And she was like, "No, no, no. I just mean, you know, like wearing like baggy jeans just makes your butt look flat. Like you don't want your butt to look flat, it's super unflattering." And I was like, "But my butt is flat. You know, like you can't just put on a pair of pants like turn like a slice of bread into like a dinner roll or something, right? It's not magic." Uh, I did start seeing a personal trainer recently uh, because I wanted to just become healthier, increase my self-esteem, turn my slice of bread into a dinner roll, you know, that kind of thing. I do not think it's going to work out. Our first session, my trainer was like, okay, we're going to have you lift heavy weights so you can look strong and intimidating so nobody fucks with you. And I was like, but I want to be fucked with, you know? I was like, that's the whole reason we're here. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to look intimidating. I want to look accessible. Like, the goal is to be low-hanging fruit, you know? That is that is what we're going for here. <laughs> uh, I, I'm excited because I think we're past the point of the year where people are still doing New Year's New Year's resolutions, right? A couple months ago, like I had lunch with a friend, uh, one of those friends who wanted to eat healthy. And when I asked if she wanted to get dessert, she was like, no. Like, do you know what artificial sugar does to your body? It's super unhealthy. And I was like, yeah, okay. But we just did cocaine in the bathroom, <laughs> you know? Like, that was the appetizer. Like, I think sugar is fine here. I didn't actually do cocaine. I did watch her do it, like a sad-ass episode of Euphoria. But I think, like, generally I just don't have the vibe of someone who regularly partakes in drug usage. You know, like, I don't think anyone's that surprised. Um, But, uh, like, the last time I took a weed edible, it just made me get really high and wanna file my taxes. without using TurboTax, you know, I was like, oh, I can do anything, I got pen and paper, who cares? Apparently the IRS does, so things are great. Um, I'll leave you guys with this. Uh, I work in an office job and it's a lot more drama than you would think, right? Like uh, recently I got reported to HR, that was fun. Uh, I got reported for saying the word guys in meetings, like hey guys. Apparently, the word "guys" is uh, gendered and exclusionary, and so I'm doing my best now, trying to be more gender neutral in support of my colleagues in meetings. So lately, I've been going into meetings and just saying, "Morning, assholes!" <laughs> you know, like everyone has one. It's very gender neutral. Okay, I've been Denise. Thank you so much.
1: Yay. Alright, your next comedian just showed up. I saw him outside. Clap your hands together for a JD
8: <laughs> Damn. Do you have like a camera set up? how did you see me? Oh damn. Okay. Glad they, I'm glad they see me. I'm not prepared for this. I'm so sorry. Uh it's all good. How are you guys doing? You guys having a good good night? Um I'm having a pretty good year. Yeah. I've been uh been cooking a little bit more. I've been uh using MSG also. So if you guys don't just want to stop Asian hate. You want to s- spread some Asian love. Start cooking with MSG. Shit is delicious. So good. Uh, it turns out MSG just censored mmm. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like everybody's seen me do that bit like 100 times. It's, su- it's such a. It's great for my throat. It's. it's I got a very congested throat. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking fire, right? It's delicious. Every single time I do that bit, like every all the Asian people in the cloud, crowd crowd are like nodding, and all the white like, people are like, uh, can I laugh? But uh, yeah, I mean, MSG was rumored to like cause cancer, right? And like, I don't know if you know this, but turmeric actually prevents cancer, right? Per- but turmeric actually like tastes like cancer. It's so bad. But like, MSG like tastes like meat. So I just eat ass now. This is all very confusing, oh you know. Sprinkle a little bit of turmeric on it, you know, pre-pre-game with some MSG, we're good to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh I am Asian, which is it is cool, but uh, I also realized that I don't really think any people need to be grateful for like roles in movies anymore in Western movies, because like they pass us up on Lord of the Rings and I'm like still a little buttered about that. Right? That's like that's like casting mice for ratatouille. Like what the f- You had the next best thing, right? I don't know. I don't know. Cause like if you think about it, the story is. Like a short, hairy Indian man, oh sorry, short, hairy man, traveling far and hiding precious gold from the government, okay? That's straight up my dad's life story, okay? This is straight plagiarism. Somebody needs to get, like, come on. You guys wouldn't have watched, like, Harold and Kumar escape from Mordor? Come on, man. That would have been so nice. You just uh, watched them, like, travel to Mount Doom, you know, and then struggle to leave Mount Doom because Sauron took their passports. Yeah, dude, this is way better, right? Lower the migrant workers. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, I, uh, I'm i not gay. Uh, I know the earrings kind of threw you guys off a little bit, but uh, I think I have a gay uncle. Like, he, he I don't think he, he's not out of the closet yet, but like he spends a lot of time in the paint section at fucking Walmart, so <laughs> there's a few signs there. I don't know. I, I don't know. Very, very fond of the paint. But uh yeah, I think he's gay, but, like, I, I, he's not a very sexual person, right? So I was, like, I was k- I'm kind of confused. But then it hit me. Not his dick. It just hit me. <laughs> it hit me, like, he's, like, a s- frail, like, conservative Indian man. So I I would imagine he looks at gay sex a lot. Like, we look at, all us adults look at, like, ice cream trucks, right? Because, like, if it, like, chases you down and, like, all the kids say it's okay, then every now and then can't hurt, right? <laughs> <laughs> Give it a second. <laughs> I, I try to, I try the bit's too fast, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm thinking about buying a gun, uh, but you guys are doing a solid job of making me reconsider that. Cause, uh, are we a Second Amendment crowd? you guys like guns? No? Show, show. Sure, for sure. Buying a gun is scary, though. Right? I understand why people go to Walmart. It makes it way less real. But uh, do you guys know you can 3D prun- print guns now? That's pretty fire. That's pretty cool, right? I think these guns are like, great because it's... Great for suicide specifically, like for preventing it, because like it would never happen, right? Because like, you'd be like, I want to kill myself. Like, I planned to kill myself, but I can't find the last two screws, so I guess I'll just do it tomorrow. Yeah. Guns are like Ikea furniture now, that's fine. But I also think this is like how we get like the first Asian school shooter, right? Basically, that's, that's the whole reason we got 3D printed guns. I mean, I, c- I can't think of another reason, right? Like, oh my God, Alex Lee, where did you get that gun? Like don't worry, I just made it. Yeah. <laughs> don't have I, b- I brought all like oh fuck that up. I'm smiling too much. Sorry you guys. You guys b- you guys are you guys a good crowd. I appreciate it. And I'm gonna I'm gonna leave on that. Thank you. Have a nice
9: night.
1: Mike's a little sweaty, everyone. I'm sorry. Your next median. Just walked in the room, he's super funny. Uh here, I'll do one joke just in between. Um, why can't Californians have guns? Because they're always triggered. Ah, put your hands together for your nice comedian, John Gallagher.
10: <coughs> Thank you. I, uh, are you guys familiar with Ann Fong at all? Do you know who that is? If you go around the mission over a couple streets, there's a, a billboard for a Vietnamese attorney uh, named Ann Fong. Yeah, something goes wrong, call Ann Fong. I mean, it's excellent. They're all over my neighborhood. And the other day I was walking around and I, like, uh, I was laughing because... One of th- I don't know how this happened, but somebody in a, a neighborhood in Oakland uh, put up two Ann Fong billboards directly across the street from each other. <laughs> like, Ann Fong is looking directly into a mirror, having, like, an existential <laughs> crisis, you know? Like, <laughs> something's wrong. Call Ann Fong, you know? It's like, <laughs> who do, who does Ann Fong call? It's amazing. It's like that. You ever hear a, a pogliacci? You ever hear that, that saying? You guys know what that is? That's, uh, yeah, that's the one about, uh, it's, it's the saying about the, the man, he's really depressed. He goes to the doctor, right? And the doctor's like, he's like, I'm, I'm depressed, doctor. I'm going to kill myself. What do I do? Well, he lists all the shit that's wrong in his life. And the doctor goes, we got to go see the great clown Pagliacci. It's hilarious. He's like, and then the guy cries. He goes, I'm Pagliacci, you know? It's like that billboard's like that, but with a Vietnamese attorney, you know? It just makes you makes you really think. What does Anne Phong get up to? I uh, saw the Batman. I liked it. It was long, three hours long. Batman, uh they have to keep making him grittier, right? Like that. eventually they have to keep making him darker, that's what they do every time. Like you walk in this theater, it's like, this is the darkest one you've ever seen. It's like Bruce Wayne was fingered this time. You're like, Oh god, what? No. And that's and that's not what happened. I had a couple comics who were like, Thanks for spoiling it. You think you think Batman was fingered to start this PG thirteen franchise? I'm not spoiling this movie for you. Yeah, I know. Some people some people thought that was real. Can you believe that? They thought that Bruce Wayne was molested. He's not in this movie. It's a joke. I was, okay. Anyway, the world keeps turning. Uh, but so, anyway, fucking, uh, they have to make ev- all the val- villains easier to, or evil, too. Because, like, the Joker, Heath Ledgers, was super evil. So they have the Riddler this time. And the Riddler is, like, just a man that asks annoying questions, you know? He's not that gritty. He's just an annoying person. He has the same power as, like, a five year old. You know what I mean? He's just like, figure this out. You're like, shut the fuck up! To prison, you idiot! You're so annoying to me. And that's what he does. And then, like, uh, the thing I was laughing about is, in this movie, uh, there's a scene. This doesn't, this isn't ruining anything. Like, there's a scene where the Riddler's in a coffee shop, and the camera zooms into the coffee cup, and you see that the Riddler has drawn little foam art of a question mark. You know? Because you're like, oh my god, this dude's so fucking evil. He learned how to make a question mark in foam. How fucking diabolical is this guy? I mean, we've seen psycho killers, but this guy took a Starbucks barista job to kill everyone in Gotham? What a fucking psychotic motherfucker, dude. And you're sitting there, like, all the, there's all the things about Starbucks workers, like, organizing, you're like, oh, that's why, that's the real issue, right? Nothing worse than a a billionaire hating organized labor. That's why Bruce Wayne really doesn't like this guy. His coffee job Just a full thought. Uh, fucking, uh, I don't know, something worth thinking about, dude. Does it blow your mind, man? What, uh, fucking, I don't have too much other stuff to do. I just got here in a little rush, sorry. I uh, I live in, I live uh, by a lake, and people are like, that's cool, and I'm like, it's in Oakland. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's good. It's Lake Merritt, it's beautiful, but I was walking past it, and this man, like, on the side of the lake just goes, hmm, Looks like your skateboarding days are over. (laughs) this this day was good and now it's bad. (laughs) Anyway, guys, thank you.
1: John Gallagher, everyone. We've got three comics left. They all just walked in the door. Clap your hands together for your next comedian, Kelly Evans.
11: Hey, everybody. How's it going? What's going on? But then on record, what's up, you guys? Uh, do drugs? Everybody have done them? Yeah, right. Fuck yeah. yeah. fucking drugs. Yeah. Ah, don't do them. They're bad. I did heroin. Okay, let's start off strong, shall we? Just kidding. It was oxycontin. It was not as bad. It was. It was bad. It was probably pretty bad. You ever seen Scared Straight? The show Scared Straight, right? Where they like try to. Uh, Prevent delinquent teens from doing drugs. I could have used that, you know. It's like basically they take them to a prison uh, to be threatened by uh, grown felons and convicts with thinly veiled threats of butt fucking. You know, like, you know, that's what they're talking about. But they're not saying it, but they're saying it. You're like, fucking grab my pocket. I'm like, all right, we know what's happening. Anyway, that's watching that show uh, as a kid. That's how I feel as an adult Like when I see people doing drugs in the tenderloin. Because I'm like, maybe I'll do heroin again. And then I see some guy screaming into the abyss. Ah! I'm like, I'm good. I'm actually good. I think I'm good on heroin now. <laughs> this is the best scared straight program just moving to San Francisco has done it for me. I was like, fuck, you've got to walk everywhere, so you're super up close to it. <laughs> like In Houston, I had to drive, so it was like I just didn't see it until, you know. I was doing it, and now I'm like, okay, I see what happens. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm am, I am from Texas, I'm from Houston, Texas, and uh, which means I have uh, I have city family and I have country family. And my country family, I always shock, it surprises me like their point of view on things. Like I told my uh, cousin that I got vaccinated, and her response was, "You got vaccinated? Ain't you fancy?" Y- yeah, okay. <laughs> That's a weird way to respond to that news, you know? She also thinks that the fact that I um, uh, know all the dates in the months, you know, like 30, 31. She refers to that as book learning. <laughs> I was like, what? Okay. You're fucking dumb. Holy shit. Um, yeah, but it's not it's serious. It's not as bad. Like, my uncle actually feels like the vaccine like is a threat. He is legitimately terrified about it. He's constantly trying to warn me. He was like, When I first got vaccinated, he's like, should have done that, boy. You shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I have it on good authority that uh, vaccine. They're trying to sterilize you, man. You fucking idiot. I'm like, what? Authority. You work at Home Depot. What the fuck? Is it Carl and Lumber? Is that who's cracking the case on mRNA right now? What the fuck are you? You are an idiot. You know what his fucking source was? His authority was a website called uh, wakeupsheeple.com was his it was like, it's Alex Jones approved. I'm like, why are we talking at all right now? And uh, t- Okay, I lied a little bit. That, actually, I made up that website. I did. That's not the actual name. It was a dumb enough website like that. Um, however, there is a wakeupsheeple.net, though. That is a real website. You should check it out. Uh, anyway, I don't have enough time to do the rest of that joke. So I'm just going to move on. Um, yeah, his, his argument against the vaccine was like, I am... Healthy. I don't need a vaccine. All right. I have God and exercise to keep me strong. I was like, you get winded going upstairs and you eat 12 pounds of beef a day. So you are not healthy. What the fuck are you talking about? What are those that stand? Like I that's how we eat in Texas that I didn't realize that was not normal to eat that much meat or food in general until I was like 22. And I was like, wait. You guys don't have to lie in the fetal position after lunch every time. You guys don't have to fucking just be blinded by pain every meal. That's really all right. I fucking you guys do it the way you want to, I guess. Anyway, all right, that's my time. Thank you very much. <coughs> have a great night.
1: Kelly Evans everyone. We've got two comics left. Don't get comedy pneumonia. Clap your hands together for Jason King. <coughs>
12: Give it up for Kelly Evans, everybody. <laughs> Give it up for this room. <laughs> Let's see. Kelly was talking about the vaccine, about people not wanting to take the vaccine. I don't write a joke about this, but I recently read an article about a man who took 90 vaccines. 90. Yeah, this guy needs to stop losing his card. <laughs> <laughs> if, 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 he, if he's like actually legitimately into it, I don't know why you do it now, like, because the vaccine is only like 37% like effective. It's almost like he's in it for the side effects at this point, <laughs> you know? Like the police dragged him out. He's like, no, I want to be sterile. All <laughs> right, let's see, what do I want to talk about? I, um, I was at a bar recently and I saw a sign at the bar that said, strictly no elephants. Yeah, which uh, perplexed me quite a lot uh, because the word strictly implies that there was a more lenient elephant policy at some point in time. <laughs> Like at some point in the past, you'd walk in with an elephant and then the guy would be like, hey, I usually don't do this, but since this is a young adult pachyderm, I'll let it slide. <laughs> okay, cool. That's a weak joke. We'll try another one. Here we go. I uh, Apparently there was an article that came out uh, that said that uh, driving high uh, has like no negligible change in in like people's safety. Um, I just want to know how they conducted that test. <laughs> you know, like they got a thousand people. They're like, here's some weed. Go dry. <laughs> like could you imagine if that ended up bad? Right? Like they finished like, hey, uh, here's a report. Out of a thousand drivers, deaths only amounted to 45,000. <laughs> All right, cool. That one's Okay. I um, was watching Jerry Springer recently, um, and I watched this episode you know, where this woman was yelling like, yeah, it's his kid, it's his kid, whatever, you know, like, and then all of a sudden, like, the dude rolls out, and he's in a wheelchair, and I was like, he's probably not the father, <laughs> right, and then they showed the kid on the screen, the kid was in a wheelchair, and I was like, definitely the father, <laughs> you know, unless this lady's, like, messing with a bunch of dudes in wheelchairs, and then they, like, test the wheelchair guy, right, they're like, negative right he starts doing wheelies or whatever <laughs> <laughs> and then some guy <laughs> s- some guy pulls up and those like a next level like uh, crutches like i told you bitch. <laughs> okay here you go um i think one thing that's interesting is that if you say a word enough it just ends up in the dictionary so i was reading the oxford dictionary today because i was like on a work call and it was very boring and uh i saw the, the word balls. Yeah, it even had etymology on it. It was like amazeballs, 21st century word derived from the word amazing and balls. <laughs> <laughs> right, apparently they they entered amazeballs into the dictionary in 2014 along with mansplaining, catfishing and titties. Yeah. Yeah, that was my thing. I think I, I think it was a bit delayed. De- Titties is a bit delayed. I'm just excited for the 2022 words, you know? Because then you're gonna see bureaucracy, burglary, and bussin. I don't know if you know what bussin' is, but the etymology is bussin'. Hey, how's it going, Newman? <laughs> it's gonna be bussin', uh 21st century word often used to describe food that makes you want to bust your load. <laughs> Alright. Fine. Alright, that's good enough. I'm peacing out. Have a good day. <laughs> King. I've
1: never heard the term bustin' I mean bustin', like bustin' a nut But bustin' like bu- bustin' a nut I see, okay, etymology, good stuff Your last comedian of the night Put your hands together for Newman Shake
13: Yeah, let's go guys um, Anybody here microdose? Yeah, I, li- I like, I know uh, It depends on what I'm microdosing Like I love microdosing shrooms, acid, all that good stuff but I've been microdosing sleep recently, and it's been a lot harder, you know. Microdose sleep today, and now I'm fucking here, so that's cool. Um, I don't know. I, I'm very poor right now. Like I'm at a point in my life where my answer to the question, do you want fries with that, has the potential to like ruin my credit score. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. I feel like you can tell how bad the economy is based on the age gap between a woman and her boyfriend. I feel like that takes a while for people to get. I don't know. Maybe is it a good joke or is it just, I don't know. Um, I feel like women should use the period excuse more often. You know, because like if me and you had periods, we would use that like all the time. Like Will Smith came out after the Oscars and said, "You know what? I just had period cramps." It'd be a hero. I don't have a lot of Indian friends. Cause I like to feel special about myself. Fuck you, Gina. Not my friend, um, I mean my token Indian friend, we were talking recently, and he was like, "No, I want to get in touch with Indian culture and stuff." And I was like, "Yeah, man, you should go for it." And the next time I met him, he had an Indian accent; he didn't have before. That was a very new thing. And I don't know, man, it's weird. I feel like having an Indian accent to be a part of Indian culture is like playing Mario Kart to be a part of Italian culture. Like that's not, that's not how that works. And um. I don't know. It was kind of bugged me that he was talking like that. So I asked him why he was doing that. And he said he was starting a yoga class. And he wanted to seem authentic to white people. And honestly, that's just great marketing right there. Like If Ajay wasn't here right now, I would be doing an Indian accent right now. I I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But as an Indian person, Kamar from like the Harold and Kamar movies means a lot more to me than Kamala Harris. Like, fuck the White House. I want to go to White Castle. Yeah, um, I don't know what else do I want to talk about. I feel like astrology is getting out of hand right now. You know what I mean? Like, my friend, she got a DUI recently, and her excuse was, I'm just an Aries. i look pretty sure an alcoholic. I don't know what sign that is, but it can't can't be good. I don't know. I feel like we're getting to a point where, like, astrology is going to be used like, a legal defense. Like, there are going to be people in court, like, you know what, my client killed eight people, but Mercury's in retrograde, he's a fire sign, that's just what happens, you know? I feel like Amelia Earhart is the worst feminist, you know what I mean? Like, she said she was going to fly over the Atlantic, and then she just didn't. You know how much ammo that gives me as a guy? Like, every time my girlfriend gets too ambitious, I'm just kidding, I don't have a girlfriend, so know What else? Um, I was um, I was watching that show Intervention recently, and there was a p- there was a part of that show where this woman was like, "An addiction is technically de- technically defined as when you do something so much you can't function normally anymore." It's like, wow, that is a stupid definition, because babies are sober all the time; they can't function normally. I think an addiction should be described as when you do something so much it becomes the most interesting thing about you. Like, if you're at parties and you're being introduced, like, "Hey, this is my friend, the ketamine guy." then, yeah, you need help. All right, goodbye, (laughs) guys.
1: Newman Shake! All right, everybody, we did it! That's so great, and it's early enough that I still get to get another set, and it's late, so thank you all. Thank you to our two real audience people that have souls. These two guys are not comedians. They're just people. Thank you for being here all night. Uh, And to all the comedians who hung out and and performed, and Lauren, you're always so amazingly supportive. Thanks, guys. uh, We'll be back on Monday for Joke Workshop, and tomorrow at 2 o'clock for Titans of Comedy at Atlas around the corner on 20th Street.
9: Uh, Bye!
14: they can dance, a neo-Gothic musical enterprise, started in the 80s, blending all sorts of disparate musical elements into a lush tapestry. There it is, I get to see that again, a lush it tapestry of sound. Once again, we'd like to thank Alfred's World of Trousers. Alfred has never trousered a man without trousering. So, Alfred brings truth every pair of trousers he sells. He is straight and narrow. answer the deepest. Rely on Alfred for the best in trousers. Thank you. Joy, oh, Beach Orchestra. Orchestra, album *Birds of Fire*, 1974. We're going to continue with *Soft Machine*. Made just like you are not so
9: a days one
11: 75 years, movies are liberated, And of course, they're on YouTube. So we are going to watch a movie today uh, in the public domain. We are on Mutiny Radio Carl uh, every Sunday at 2 p.m. We are also uh, available as a podcast.
9: Thank mm-hmm. you.
3: He said, We'll just take a right where they're gonna build that new shopping mall.
2: Go straight past where they're gonna put in the freeway. And take a left of what's gonna be the new sports center. And keep going until you hit the place where they're thinking of building
3: Black like plastic mutiny radio <coughs> dot fm.
0: Just. <laughs>
14: Out go the lights
0: No kidding, I'm ready to go If I find a boy, don't you know If I get her in my sight Boom, boom, out go the lights (laughs) Thank <laughs> you. I'm ready to
5: It was fun.
10: Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail.
1: Check, 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 checks. So you can hear yourself out there, right? Check, check, check. Hello, can you hear me talking? Can you hear this? Check, check, check. So this is two.
15: Yeah, because this one didn't sound like I could
9: do it.
4: This is
9: number two. Oh, Pre-sign.
5: Hello, hello, okay.
1: You can tell if anybody can hear things because that's what tells you what the levels are. And if you Amadeus, you can also tell there. You can see the levels and you can see them moving and you go, oh, okay, see, see how I can see that's moving? And I say, oh, that sounds good. And it's not too hot. It doesn't tip up too hard in the, in the red zone.
9: Tuesday used to be the most unlikely night for
11: fun. But every week at 6 p.m., come to OMG's Tuesday Open Mic.
10: And see comics. Work out new
11: material for free. For free, they get your Tuesday night party on with two for one well drink specials during the six to eight p.m.
8: show. Check out Eventbrite to reserve your
16: free seat every Tuesday,
11: six p.m. at OMG on
16: Savory Six Street.
10: Savory Six Street.
11: Show up to go up.
5: Hey kids. It's your pal, Spiderman, man <laughs> sorry, Spiderman, Mortimer Spiderman.
10: But I'm not swinging through the senior facility, best in Mysterio
1: at Boggle, or getting beautifully plowed by the rhino. I'm headed down
5: to Beauty Radio at the corner of 21st and Florida. They got Slum shlemyles doing the laugh laugh, but hey, don't be a
10: schmuck and donate 2 to $5 on... Hold, hold on, what is this? Let me get my glasses. The print's too small. Ben-mo? That's not real. What is that, Swedish? You knew that, right? This is in San Francisco. I'll drown in on. Hold, it's nap time.
15: Weekly comedy at the best neighborhood bar in the city. Join your friends from Mutiny Radio every Thursday at 8 p.m. at the bar on Dolores. 29th and Dolores. Starting after any very important sports game that might happen to be on, you're guaranteed a night of laughter for free. And when paired with the drink specials and the nicest bartender in San Francisco, it'll become a Thursday ritual. Show up to go out for comics, and please, reserve your free tickets on Eventbrite so we know you're coming to laugh.
1: There is
10: happy, happy hour the, is when the comedy is the cheapest. Happy hour, the
1: most free Two hours of hour-long comedy on the radio and internet streaming live <laughs> at 2781 21st Street. Come down. Be in the audience.
8: Dog-friendly.
1: Dog-friendly. We are. Mutiny Radio is absolutely dog-friendly. A dog party. Ain't no party like a dog party. <laughs> dog party at Mutiny Radio.
11: Every Friday, dog party <laughs> at Mutiny Radio. Happy <laughs> s- hour.
1: <laughs> 2781 21st Street. Happy hour. Mutiny Radio. .fm, here in .sf.
9: in all crusties, punks, and poses. Pick your posteriors up off the pavement, pack up your
10: pins and patches, and prepare to party. The Pacific Northwest Best Fest returns this
2: Saturday only at the CTV Expo Center. Whether you're a leather lover or just a denim demon, if you're looking to dress through and press for less, do not stress, you'll find all the best in pre-distressed fest right here at the Pacific Northwest Fest Fest. With over 40 vendors selling countless crossover styles, you'll find the perfect thing for your scene. metal thrash,
9: Walmart, i
2: and everything in between, all in one place,
9: one day only. Unless it's a jacket.
2: If you need a jacket, take your square ass somewhere else.
5: Daddy, remember after soccer practice when it was raining and you didn't come?
15: I really don't. Anywho.
5: Take it with the freezer's
7: reserve.
15: Reservations on Eventbrite. Fucking
7: L S D Fap. Acid and Fapping, Fapping and Acid, Acid and Fapping, Fapping and Acid, fap, fap, Fap Fap, Fap Fap, Fap Fap Fap. Acid. Thank you. That song is called Acid and Fapping.
15: I was really,
7: really just cool. leaving the theme. Cadillac a convertible 1969 gold Cadillac with
9: the white material. I drove it up here. And I started, I started to do like some thinking. i
5: Flat, black, glass.
9: Smoke big splits and cruising around on the freeway. And I a really, really good feeling. Like I told you. I am I a um, Teddy Billy. Right. I am Teddy Billy.
5: And
3: I will talk Blake. To Henry, yeah.
5: Charlie here. Yeah, I have a report here, Henry, from your, uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude mines, man.
16: Captain Curls, up in the head. Mutiny Radio Festival, ahoy. Ah, very good.
10: Ah, very good, Legless Joe. I'm uh, surprised you can see from the crow's nest with no legs. It's ticket ready. Crew, the festival is upon us.
5: Scurvy Steve, how many comics? Over a hundred comics.
10: You're looking good, Scurvy Steve. Glad the scurvy hasn't taken you.
2: Aye, aye, Captain.
10: You, no Liver Mary, How many venues?
9: We've got nine venues, sir.
10: And you, boy, what's your name? Very good. And finally, Eleven Fingers Sally, what
3: about the tickets? You can find all of your tickets on Eventbrite, sir. Check out www.mutinyradio.fm. Arr. What is
10: that? I don't know what a website is. I'm a pirate. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But f- quick to the festival, all sails ahead! Pirate Look noises.
9: Ambiance. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Stay
2: in the pocket. All right. Um, I'll leave you with this because I got the the light. The horn. Um, have you ever asked yourselves, Why are you? Leaving? What are you doing on this? I'd like to think I'm making a difference. Nobody wants to just take up space. We want our lives to be We want to contribute something. We want people to say, There goes Lauren Crowd. If it wasn't for her, I'd be home watching and Order eating pudding
9: with my fingers.
2: All right. Thank you very much for indulging (laughs) me.
1: Lauren Crowd, everyone. Hooray. Yay. All right. Moving right along your next. put your hands together for Alan Moreau. Yay!
16: Let's do it. Yes. This is awesome. I like that there's like police sirens and people chatting outside because every time someone's gone to the bathroom, we know for a fact, we've heard them tinkling, and we're just polite and pretend we don't. You know? And I just made it weird because now I gotta keep talking because we're gonna listen. Oh uh, sorry, keep talking, make noises, da like I have IBS, so like if I went to the bathroom would just be like remember that time that guy ruined the mutiny radio comedy festival? It <laughs> made everyone uncomfortable and we just all went back to our hotels and didn't hang for the rest of the week. And then he didn't look at anyone in the eyes, but still no one was memorable. I got
6: some
0: followers up there.
16: Good. Um fun. I we like you guys like the sad stuff. I know a lot of us are all comics, so. I don't know. I'll I'll do some sad boy stuff and guys could add tags and jokes to the face of a guy. Credit for stuff he doesn't do. Um, My world, y'all living in it. Okay. All right, here we go. Uh, Yeah, so, like, I I haven't drank in five years, right? Uh, um, Yeah, save it. I'm I'm a mess. Um, I was a monster. Like, it's just, you know, it's just not for everyone. But um, I want to corner the market as a sober comic. Like, I want to be sponsored by Oduls not a pun. Like, I literally want to do, like, hype shit. I want an O'Doul's tracksuit, like, O'Doul's hats, and I'll, like, sell it, like, whatever. Like, I'll make it cool. But the commercials got to be realistic, right? Remember the Mick Ultra commercials from the late 90s? I'm old, where it was, like, sold as a fact that it was almost like a health drink, right? It was low-carb, but it was just, like,